Hi everyone, my name is Erin and I am the Vegan Apprentice. And as the title suggests, I am new to this. I'm a bit nervous, you're going to have to bear with me. Um, I'm hoping you're here today because you're interested in veganism or maybe you're already a vegan, maybe you identify as someone who's plant curious and that's totally cool as well. Um, Basically, what we're here to talk about is everything. So I don't have all the answers, but I'd love for you to send any my way that you've had either difficulty finding the answers to or you're struggling with anything. Um, I know how it feels to be new to the game and having someone to just kind of, you know, give you that, that slap on the back and say, you know what, today was a really shit day, but tomorrow's going to be better. I started eating less meat after listening um, mainly to the Rich Roll podcast. Hey, Rich. Uh, I found it incredibly inspiring. I found it to be very practical advice. And I've been um, plant curious probably for the last year or so, um, looking more and more into it, whether it's something that um, I believed in, something that fit in with my lifestyle and something I always I always assumed I would just strive to and it would be my end point Uh, but in June of this year my dad actually had his second heart attack and he is okay however he has something like four or five stents in his heart and he's not the healthiest person and you know um, I know my dad's not a big vegetable fruit eater I don't. I just don't want that for myself. I, I realize that um, there's a lot of potential in um, vegan lifestyle for not only my health, but it just kind of made sense to me across the board. And you know, from a selfish perspective, I have never felt better. My body is operating uh, at its optimal levels. I feel so. You know, more energy, uh, a lot more clearer in my thinking. Um, I've been cooking more, but cooking, cooking feels easier, to be honest. It's, it's more of, you know, the first, I'm not going to lie to you, the first week you will have cravings and you will be confused and you'll be a bit frustrated because, you know, you can't go to your favorite place for lunch anymore because, you know, they have one vegan thing and it's lettuce. Pretty much there's there's that kind of period where and especially if you don't have supportive people around you or people who completely understand what you're doing I can't even imagine how hard it must be sometimes when you're going through those crappy days and you just have no one to kind of text and say you know this person stuffed up my order or why can't you know why doesn't this place just do this without cheese on it how much better would this be with just you know more avocado or anything why can't I have a a veganaise option but all those things you know you do end up prepping for yourself at home which in turn means you do save more money Um, and my partner and I you know I wouldn't say that we were the most uh, you know savvy in the kitchen beforehand but I think we whip up a pretty good meal now Um, and everyone who's come over of our friends who isn't vegan can attest to that so being (laughs) a I initially, I I couldn't even say the word vegan um, up until probably two months ago. I felt uncomfortable using the term because it has so much 
so much energy behind it that I find comes from a negative place, just, just in people's perspectives. And then I kind of adjusted my way of thinking around that where it, it's not my business what people think of veganism um, until, I, until I completely understand it myself. I'm not going to base it around other people's perceptions or ideas of what a vegan lifestyle looks like. So myself and my partner, we've been navigating this together for the last five months um and it's been it's been so fantastic uh you know you do have to stop you do feel yourself I do Brody has to pull me up quite a bit where you feel yourself going off on that tangent you know trying to scream from the rooftops and tell everyone how fucking fantastic it is but it's true you're not lying you're 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 excited because you're doing something that feels so right and feels so good and is such a tasty way to live (laughs) but you do get that glazed over look sometimes and and I've come to understand that people really do need to go on their own journey with it you need to start somewhere maybe you start from a conversation with me or with someone else who's vegan or maybe it's a vegan website or you jump onto Peter or you know you might be watching some YouTube there's some really great YouTube channels out there especially uh, people like James Aspie um, and there's Quickened Q C K N D quickened. I'll look that up for you. I'll leave it in the show notes. Um, and she's really fantastic as well. And she touches on her veganism, but she, it's not a whole channel around that. If you have tips for me, um, tricks for me, vegan hacks, if you have any sort of any advice, please, please get in contact with me. I'll leave my email also in the show notes. Um, if maybe you're just plant curious, I really hope you get something out of this. Um, I'm not sure how often I will be broadcasting, but I'm open to suggestions from you guys as to, you know, is it too much? Is it not enough? What would you like me to talk about? Because um, I certainly uh, am very, very interested to just get into it for you guys and come back with as much knowledge as you would like. Well, um, I had some friends, I contacted some friends and just said, look, knowing me for 27 years, what did you think when I told you um, that I was vegan? <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know how many other people out there can um, relate to this, but it feels like it, you feel really nervous to tell people. Like I haven't put it on my social, social media at all because, um, you know, you see all the the backlash people get and people are quite snarky um, behind people's back. That's not none of my business either, but I'm not here to preach to people who um, aren't interested. I, I want to talk to people who are open-minded, um, who are curious and who just want to learn more. So my friend Tracy has asked, do you ever get cravings or are you tempted to eat meat or dairy? If you haven't for a while, why do you think that is? And how did you deal with them when you got them? So... I would say that probably in the very early days, there was a craving for things like chocolate, chopped milk, um, those sort of convenience foods that just seem to always be around, especially in an office environment. There's like lollies and cookies and all these little things that you just know have dairy in them. And you're thinking like how frustrating I really, but really what you wanted was the sugar. You wanted the pick me up. That's the thing that you're missing. So I wouldn't say I was missing dairy um, or meat. To be honest, after around three weeks, 
there was a cooked chicken at our house because we were living with Brody's parents at the time. And I didn't know this, but I could just smell something that smelled so awful to me. And I was looking around thinking, what is that? And I could see Brody's mum was pulling apart um, a roast chicken. And normally, from memory, roast chicken smells delicious. It's very tempting. Like, everyone knows that smell. Um, So I was really surprised that after just a short amount of time, it had no appeal to me at all. It actually smelled dead something smelt wrong with it um and they they assured me that no this is this chicken is perfectly fine to eat we're going to eat it um but i was i was honestly thinking i was out of my mind thinking why why does that have such an odd smell now um but your taste buds definitely change so you know for instance brody has never eaten tomatoes in his entire life he has hated tomatoes we've been together for 10 years Anything he would get with tomato in it, he'd just pull it straight out. And in the last four months, he loves tomato. And it's it's still funny to me now that he's enjoying them and he'll have them on toast and things like that. And it's just, it's very odd to see, but it's exciting because you can see that your taste buds just, they keep up with you. If you throw something new at them, they're like, okay, let's do this. So that's very encouraging. Another question was, do you think you'll ever eat meat or dairy again? So I gave a lot of thought to this question. Um, and while I feel like I can confidently say no to you guys today, no one, no one knows what's going to happen in the future. But what I can say with confidence is that I cannot see this happening, um, especially after all the amazing positives that have just come into our lives after making this change. So I see no good reason why I would ever. So I can firmly tell you today, absolutely not. I have no idea what the future holds. I mean, people love to say, what if you're stuck on a deserted island and all you had to eat was party pies or starve to death? My answer to that was, I think if I'm sitting around eating party pies for the rest of my life, I don't know what kind of life, firstly, that would be. Um, or secondly, how long I would actually live by doing that. So, you know, if you were in a life and death situation, I'm sure some people would um, consider eating a human being. So I don't, I, I find those life and death situation um, questions kind of, kind of redundant. Um, another question, what would you say to someone who says things like, if everyone went vegan, what would happen to the cattle and dairy industry? Well, firstly, I don't think everyone in the world is ever going to be able to become 100% vegan anytime soon. Um, However, I think that if there's an increased demand for sustainability and cruelty-free vegan options, the cattle and dairy industry would have to change um, as their business is driven by the consumer. And that is what veganism is all about, voting with your dollar and making choices based on health and animals and sustainability and the environment. So... If they're not working by a sustainable business model, it has to grow with the times. It has to change. And that would be my answer to that one. Um, My friend Ahmed asked, how do you feel physically and mentally after the vegan transition? So physically, we have more energy. So another thing that I really love is that I just don't have the heavy and sore feeling in my stomach after meals. So it was very common like in the past for me to go to bed with a bloated and sore stomach. 
And I think this is because there's more fiber in your diet from fruit and vegetables, which means you poop like a champ and you feel like you should be awarded a medal every time you leave the bathroom. But also mentally, it's interesting one as I wasn't sure this was going to have much of an effect on me. But since eating a plant-based diet, I found myself being able to just think more clearly and it's really helped me to stabilize my mood swings. So some, another question was, have you been tempted to indulge in meat and dairy given that is a social norm? So initially you have all these ideas of how you're going to be the pain in the ass at the relevant barbecue or baby shower or team meeting or wedding. But then you remember the reasons why this is important to you and how ingrained in our society it is to use animals for their byproducts and their flesh. And this just tends to give you more strength and to hinder your cause. So feeling inconvenience at times when you know there's another way, a better way that you believe in, and this definitely helps. So alternatively, just bring something delicious to share with everyone to eat um, or eat before you leave. Pretty simple. Um, so have you have people treated you differently since becoming vegan? I wouldn't say that people who have treated me any differently um apart from the occasional joke at my expense so say at work but I have pretty thick skin I've had an overwhelmingly positive response from people so across all different ages and social backgrounds mostly it's colleagues at work talking to me about their meat-free Mondays or asking me for meat-free recipe ideas which I'm really excited for because it means after we've had like a you know by the water cooler discussion they've gone away and they're really thinking about things and thinking about their choices so I think that's really awesome Uh, I also asked my mum so mum what did you think when I came to you and said Brody and I are vegan mum but one of her questions was what can I make you to eat so firstly like what a sweet question such a mum thing to ask but mainly I think these sorts of questions come from And just people not being sure about veganism is that they don't have experience with vegan cooking. So a lot of people haven't been exposed to it and therefore they find it really hard to understand how anyone can even want to become a vegan, let alone maintain that lifestyle. So my partner and I use the Thug Kitchen cookbooks at home. I bought that from Book Depository. They they are amazing. They're so easy and simple. I would highly recommend getting those. So Thug Kitchen. Um, But when we need inspiration, they just produce the goods. Um, Alternatively, you can say to people, look, just bake me a sweet potato and load that thing up with chickpeas and cut up tomato and spices and bring some tahini over and we'll make up some garlic sauce and throw a side salad on there or you guys eat what you're eating also. You know, coconut vegetable curries are delicious roasted cauliflower tacos so just cutting up cauliflower basting them with like cajun spices chucking them in the oven and just substituting it for meat in your tacos from the store-bought uh the the taco mixes and everything and you just buy the salads and it's so good you can also do like avocado pastas it makes it really creamy and vegan pizza Vegan pizza is so easy. All you have to do is just load it up with all the capsicums. I call them the traffic light capsicums. So you've got the red, the orange, and the green. And once you chuck on some red onion, and you can also um, bake some thinly sliced potatoes in the oven and then add them to the pizza before putting them in the oven. Amazing. So delicious. 
I can almost guarantee you're going to get one of these questions. Um, One of my girlfriends, Tracy, asks, do you ever get cravings or are you tempted to eat meat or dairy? If you haven't for a while, why do you think that is? And how do you deal with them when you get them? So to be honest, the first probably two weeks, um, I did have craving for dairy, but it was more I wanted chocolate. So, you know, I think that was more I wanted sugar. I wanted convenience food to, you know, like a quick pick me up. So... I would say, yeah, because this is the thing. Once you once you start eating this way, you really notice how much meat and dairy is in everything. And it's so frustrating. You know, there's lollies with um, gelatin in them. And it's like, you know, you've got boiled animal parts in your lollies. Is that necessary? Like, it's quite frustrating. Um, and it's something you do get used to. But initially, you're you're going to get some feels. I can tell you that you are going to get some fucking feels around this because it's just like everywhere you turn, you feel like you're being slapped in the face. That was my experience. But I can tell you that if you have a similar experience to that and you push through, you know, it's, it's fucking great. So do you think you'll ever eat meat or dairy again? No, I I don't think that I, right now, how I am, I mean, I can't see a reason why I would ever I honestly can't think of a reason as if I would. I mean, people say, oh, what if you're stuck on a deserted island and, and you know, you're going to die? I mean, I would eat a person <laughs> if I was stuck. You know, if it was between me dying and someone else, like, you know, you don't know how you're going to be in those situations. But I would like to think that, no, I, I don't have any plans to eat meat or dairy again, just based on the reasons why I'm doing this in the first place, which is obviously for the animals and for my health. Being a new vegan, I'm going through the stages of um, selling items of mine that are not vegan. So about five years ago, I have a I bought a Prada bag when I was in Italy and I really feel uncomfortable with it being in the house now. So I'm in the process of selling that because I'm in a position where I can do that. I, I don't use it as my sole bag and you know, it's, it's, it's not quite me and, and specifically because it is made of calf leather, which I don't like having in my house anymore. And it's not that it repulses me or anything like that. It's just, it makes me, I just, it's not something I want to have anymore. And, and it's my choice to sell it. And the reasons I want to sell it are also my choice. Um, but just little things, little things like this. So set something up. I'll put it all in the show notes and ways that you guys can contact me. But um, please, if you have any information for me that you'd like me to share or talk about, or um, if you have some questions yourself, I'd be, I'd love to have a chat. So thanks.